0: Wrigley Spearmint Gum presents... The Howard Miller Show! And now here with music on records is Howard Miller! Thank you very much, Eddie Joyce. Good morning, everyone. This is Howard Miller with a delightful and a wonderful surprise for you, because in just a moment or so, we're going to meet one of our dearest friends in show business and a gentleman who rightfully can lay claim to the title of the number one man in show business today. As a matter of fact, the number one show business personality. His name, of course, as you know from publicity yesterday, is Liberace. And waiting there in his suite in the Ambassador Hotel is Liberace himself to talk to you about uh, not only his record career and his television career, but his fabulous new success of fine Warner Brothers picture starring Liberace and called Sincerely Yours, which has its world premiere across the nation on this coming weekend. However, before we travel over to the world-famed Ambassador Hotel, let me mention just a word about Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum. You know, of all the products that the average announcer gets to talk about to his friends across the nation, I don't think any announcer has been more proud or more pleased or privileged to be able to boast about a product that he advertises as much as I can about Wrigley Spearmint. Of all the products ever made, anywhere, there's none finer, none more wholesome, refreshing, or delicious than Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum. Now remember, Halloween just two days away, and for you mamas all over the nation, when the kids come calling tricks or treats, remember there's nothing finer you can feed those little tummies of the little kids all over the nation than Wrigley Spearmint. So you buy it by the box today and have it ready for the big tricks-or-treat celebration day after tomorrow. But remember to have the best, Wrigley, Sperm, and Chewing Gum. There's nothing finer. Well, now let's go over to this world-famous hostelry, the Ambassador Hotel on the near north side in the Bohemian section of Chicago to talk to this pal of ours, and gee, I'm so very proud that he is, my friend, Liberace. Lee, welcome to Chicago.
1: Thank you, Howard. It's just wonderful being here and having this opportunity to talk to you and your many friend listeners. Well, they're friends of yours, too, Lee,
0: because we're being heard even in your home community of Milwaukee right now. We're being heard in your chosen land now, California, because out there, of course, it's 845, but maybe Mother's listening, do you suppose? Well,
1: I think she might be very likely because she's an early riser. I know she is. Lee, so many
0: wonderful things have happened to you since you left the Middle West to take up this great career of yours out on the west coast of California that I know that through it all, you have never lost one ounce of humility, and you must feel very kindly to the American people for their great acceptance of you.
1: Yes, I feel very privileged that they have chosen me uh, to enjoy this coveted place in show business that they have placed me in, and I'm very, very grateful to all of them.
0: Well, you've deserved it, so it's been of mutual benefit to both the public and to yourself. Uh, Am I wrong in referring to you now as Lee? I think legally no longer is Lee a part of your name, is it?
1: Well, Lee has uh, uh, become a rather popular nickname that uh, was given to me by uh, people early in my career who found, uh, Liberace too big of a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the League kind of, uh, grew out of the uh, fact that uh, people started to pronounce my name. They'd say Lieber, you know, and they never got past the "Lee." (laughs) Oh, I see, but "Lee"
0: was never really a name as such. It was just a nickname then, taken from Liberace. That's right. Well, what was your formal and legal name as a small boy up in Milwaukee, Lib?
1: Well, I'll tell you, uh, Howard. It was the uh, Polish equivalent of Walter. Uh And most of my uh, uh, youthful uh, friends in Milwaukee... uh, will remember me as as Walter. And then my middle name was Valentino, and then my family name was Liberace.
0: Yes. And How would you pronounce that in uh, the native tongue?
1: Was well, it pronounced as Liberace? Oh, yes. It's, uh, it's almost uh, the Italian pronunciation. In Italian, you roll the R a little bit. You say Liberace. Liberace. Uh-huh.
0: Wonderful. All right, now, Lee, after you left Milwaukee and um, went out into show business... What was actually your goal or your ambition? I, I'm sure that you were a positive enough thinker that you had an ambition or a goal. Was it to play concert piano or was it to play pop music or was it to take the the channel, the facet that it has taken?
1: Well, actually, I never really uh, found my path uh, in music and in the entertainment world until I reached the uh, great majority of people that television was able to... Uh, introduced me to. And uh, up until then, I'd ha- enjoyed some wonderful audiences in concerts and in nightclubs and in theaters, but I never was quite sure I was doing the thing that uh was to be accepted by uh, the greater majority until I went on television and found out that this mixture of playing the classics and popular and talking and giving out with bits of my philosophy in life, and that seemed to be the format that they wanted to uh, hear from me, and uh, then I was sure I was on the right path.
0: Yes, uh, I-, I can sum it up and probably uh, say it in a way that it won't uh, place a burden on you, Lee, if I say that what you have done is come to the people with a pure and simple and a very wholesome and fine attitude about American life. And that's, of course, why they love you so very much.
1: Well, thank you, Howard.
0: Now, Lee, since you've gone out to California, of course, and made these tremendous strides in television and become a nationwide figure, an uh, international figure, uh, Warner Brothers have seen Wise to sign you to, I presume, an exclusive movie pact. Is that right?
1: That's right.
0: And the purpose of your being here in Chicago now and our opportunity of talking to you is because you're here for what will constitute the world premiere of this great motion picture, Sincerely
1: Yours. That's right, Howard. It's my first uh, starring role in a motion picture. I had uh, dabbled in uh, pictures before in musical shorts uh, in, at uh, RKO and... Uh, I made a, a picture with Shelley Winters some years ago where I had a small bit part, but this was a real challenge, uh, yes. uh, carrying the title role in the picture and, and being uh, on the screen uh, about 95% of the uh, time of the entire picture.
0: Well, Lee, didn't you also contribute much to the storyline of
1: Sincerely Yours? Yes, uh, Howard, uh, I feel I did because... Uh, This being a new medium, uh, everyone was a little doubtful about the uh, type of picture uh, that I should make for my first one. Yes. And uh, originally it uh, it was thought that perhaps I should do a remake of something that had been done before. I remember they considered Golden Boy for you, didn't they? they? That was one of the considerations, and they also were thinking of the man who came to dinner. And uh, I listened to all the suggestions, and then I said, I'm not a uh, story writer, but I do feel that whatever story I do on the screen should contain the uh, qualities and the uh, various facets of my work that have uh, been accepted and recognized by the public. And unless this first motion picture contained all these various things that they see in Me, personally, and in my work, I felt it would be disappointing. And I think, sincerely, yours accomplished uh, uh, that purpose, uh, if if no other. I am very, very grateful. Well, Lee,
0: I I can attest to the fact that you made this great contribution to the storyline because I have in my very proud possessions... A napkin from the pump room of the Ambassador Hotel. And I remember quite distinctly, about a year and a half ago, you were visiting Chicago, and you and I, and a group of us, including your brother George and Seymour Heller, sat there and had dinner one night, and you and I sat at one end of the table, and you plotted the entire storyline on a napkin. And I said, If you don't mind, I'd like to pick this up and carry it
1: with me, and I still have it. Well, thank you, Howard. I. Now,
0: Lee, I saw the picture the other day. I got just an early glimpse of it because we were going to use a film clip on our television show that we do here on CBS, and I think it's a magnificent story. It's just a beautiful story. It contains all the warmth, the pathos that anyone would want to see in any sort of a dramatic piece. And uh, I, I feel that the cast has done a great job in supporting you in this picture. Do you feel that way?
1: Oh, I certainly do. I was surrounded by expert people, which gave me the feeling that I just had to... uh come across for their sake.
0: Yes. Who directed the picture, Lee?
1: A really wonderful guy named Gordon Douglas.
0: I suppose they're all very proud out there in the Warner Brothers lot uh, to get the picture shot in such uh, fast order. It certainly was a minimum of shooting time, wasn't it?
1: Well, there were absolutely no delays at all. There, uh, No one uh, had a sick day, and uh, the thing just moved along so rapidly. In fact, I finished it uh, ahead of schedule, which afforded me an opportunity for a couple of weeks' uh, vacation in France. Well, I'm
0: certainly the Jack Warner and all the Warner Brother executives must have been very pleased because, of course, that meant a great saving of money to them. Now, Lee, you play a lot of music in the picture, don't you?
1: Yes, the uh, picture is aimed at uh, two different audiences. It, it's aimed at the American audience, which uh, recognizes uh, the fact that I play the piano and I'm an entertainer. Yeah. And then it uh, is also aimed at a audience that eventually uh, will be seeing me for the first time, like the European audience, where they uh, haven't uh, become aware of my presence on television and that sort of thing.
0: Well, Lee, I want to take just a moment to commend it to the viewing enjoyment of people all over the nation. Now, here in the Middle West, uh, and I presume other places around the country, we're also going to get the world premiere in other places this weekend. I want you to see it because you're going to just be amazed at the tremendous ability of this man Liberace now as a motion picture performer and truly taking a stature in this life as he has in the life of television and music. Lee, I want to interrupt just long enough to play uh, at least a portion of one of the fine Columbia records that you've made called The Beer Barrel Polka because I think it shows your tremendous versatility. Oh, fine. It's one of the numbers in the picture. I know. The versatile and certainly very wonderful Liberace with the beer barrel polka, Lee. I know that you've got such a busy weekend here. The uh, ladies, of which they are in numbers something like five thousand, are conducting a candlelight parade from you for you tonight from the Ambassador Hotel all over the city. This should be a real exciting thing.
1: Well, it'll be the first time I've ever had a uh, an experience of, of this sort. I think it's going to be thrilling, and I can't wait for it to happen. Well, if you think you're thrilled and nervous, imagine how the ladies feel. Well, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take the opportunity, then, of
0: thanking you for taking time from this tremendously busy schedule and being on our CBS Wrigley Sperm, and Chewing Gum Show. Thank you very much, and we'll be seeing you on our television show tomorrow night. And the best of luck in your appearances at the Chicago Theater all day tomorrow in connection with your picture.
1: Thanks a million, Howard, and God bless you and your listeners. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if Liberace
0: didn't get through to you the same feeling of greatness that he always does to me, then it's because your speaker was turned way down and you couldn't listen. Because here is one of the warm, magnificent people of show business whose contribution to all the ages is so great. And again, I want to say thanks to a great performer and a great star, Liberace. This is Howard Miller from Chicago on CBS saying thank you very much. Please join me over the rest of this week and weekend in having Wrigley Sperman chewing gum. I know that you'll like it. It's wholesome, delicious, and refreshing. We'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Bye-bye, everyone. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guests will be Mercury Record Company Vice President Art Talmadge and his staff. This is the CBS Radio Network.